We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Welcome to the BCP podcast. This is James BCP, Black Conservative Patriot. Big hug to all of y'all. Let's get right into the big names, the famous names, names we've heard of, we know, and are more titillating and interesting when it comes to the so far released Jeffrey Epstein list. Now, let me tell you, before we go through all of uh, of these names, I have spent some time, uh, we're going to be using one leftist outlet as an outline of the names, and then we're going to dig deep, uh, dig deeper into those names to give you a true perspective. So I've spent some time organizing this, but I will be jumping back and forth because there is some intertwining of information. And once we get through that, there are other names that are not as famous and titillating, and I think I'll save that for another episode. Big hug to all of y'all. Appreciate you being here. This is a viewer and fan-supported show. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you very, very much uh, for your support. Let's get into what I found to be one of the most interesting things. And that the Epstein... First of all, let me just tell you, the Epstein list so far is a little underwhelming. Let me just tell you that up front. I don't, I don't think there's any, anything necessarily bombshell. I would say these are more confirmations than anything. But what I found very interesting that I want to lead off with was that it wasn't just Bill Clinton, but also a foreign president that can get swept up in all of this. Uh, let me move this over a little bit here. Epstein docs. Jeffrey Epstein trafficked women to at least one foreign president. With the release of the unsealed Epstein documents from yesterday, quite a bit has been revealed already regarding many mainstream figures within the United States, including former President Bill Clinton, who, according to the deposition, Epstein said, likes them young, referring to girls. So we uh, that comes uh, from this part of the filing, Technofog, yesterday. Uh, testimony from witness, did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Bill Clinton? Answer, he said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. And that is uh, from this part here uh, of the transcript uh, that was released with these documents. Okay, so that's what that's in reference to. Prince Andrews, who settled a lawsuit in 2022 with Epstein victim Virginia Guffra, uh, was, I never get her name right, uh, Guffrey. I think is how it's pronounced, was also referred to in the depositions and alleged to have groped a 17-year-old girl. More and more is being discovered through crowdsourced investigation into the trove of documents unsealed. But perhaps even more shocking than the Bill Clinton revelations, I really don't know who's shocked by the Bill Clinton revelations. We've known about this for a while. Which has been speculated by conspiracy theorists for, year now, for years now, was a discovery in Document 38, 
published by the uh, Justin News and discovered by Badlands Media John Harold. Jeffrey Epstein trafficked at least one girl, Virginia Guffrey, to a foreign president. Well, this looks like we should be digging into that, doesn't it? Epstein was trafficking underage girls to foreign presidents. This is how you control them. Meaning, this is how you control foreign dignitaries and, and foreigners. This is honeypot. This is cloak and dagger stuff. Not just, there's not controlling of the girls. They use other ways to control the actual underage girls. But this is how you control politicians. So this is what the transcript says. If you're confused by a question, you need to let me know so that I can clarify the question, okay? This is from the transcript, a question to uh, one of the persons being deposed. She answers, okay. And then the question is, for example, if I asked you the question, were you sexually trafficked to foreign presidents? Do you understand what that question means? The answer is yes. The question asked for confirmation. What does it mean? Answer, was I lent out for the purposes of, of sex to a foreign person, president? All right, what is the answer to that question? And the answer is given as yes. The admission came during a May 3rd, 2016 deposition under oath. Guffrey was next asked, almost in reverse order, have you ever or have you met any foreign presidents to which she responded yes. When asked who are the foreign presidents that you have met, Guffrey responded that she honestly can't remember his name at this time and that she's a very visual person. Now, unfortunately, one of the things that happens in rape cases and also in these cases of child sexual abuse or pimping or uh, child sex trafficking and prostitution is the they try to discredit the witness saying, oh, uh, she says a foreign president, but she doesn't know who he is. If I showed you the president of Mexico, AMLO, I mean... How many of you actually know what AMLO looks like or Peña Nieto, the president of Mexico before that? Or let's say before uh, Javier Malay, if I showed you the, uh, a, a dignitary from a foreign South American country or if I showed you a picture of Daniel Ortega, how many, how many of you, and you're an educated bunch as far as geopolitics are concerned, but would you actually by name be able to pick out many of these uh, foreign presidents? dignitaries, prime ministers, uh, etc. worldwide. So we can't really get on a minor for not knowing these people by name, but she knows them by face. She's a visual person, she says. She wanted to describe him as Spanish, tall, dark hair, and with a foreign tongue accent. She said he was in his 40s and that she believed they met in New Mexico. Guffrey, 40, met Jelaine Maxwell in 2000 when she was 17. Guffrey says by 2003, Epstein had lost interest in her, according to the BBC. It is not clear if the man she met was lent out, uh, was a current foreign president or former. When asked if that is the only foreign president she met, Guffrey uh, responded, I've met a lot of very high powerful people and I wasn't just introduced to them and I wasn't just introduced to them as who they were. It's only going back through photos and time to be able to realize who they are and what they are now. So it's hard for me to distinguish who I've actually met and when and where I've met them. Now, as I played for you yesterday, a clip of one of the 
former child trafficked individuals of Jeffrey Epstein. She says that sometimes she had sex two to three times a day. So, you know, or if they have these orgy parties and she's having sex with all these guys, you know, she may recognize their faces later when she's going to the news and go, oh my gosh, that guy is the prime minister of this country or this guy is a dignitary from that country or he's a, he's a president of this Latin American country. It's only later. And it wasn't always like, hey, this is the president of, you know, Brazil or, you know, Argentina or Chile. That wasn't always the case. It was just like, this is a powerful man. Make sure that you please him. Is it me? I feel dirty even just reporting these things. But they must be reported on. She then said she believes she's only met one foreign president to her knowledge at this time, but that she could possibly identify others that she's been lent out to. So who's to say there's not more? Yeah, so if you if you just went and showed her, uh, you know, like you see in the old movies, they would just break out uh, the, a book of all uh, the people's mugshots and they go through for, for perpetrators. If someone showed her a slideshow of all the world leaders, uh, men, perhaps she could start uh, through that lineup of identifying some people who have done things to her. All right, for those of you watching the program, you'll see I put Dan Bongino on there. He had a really good thing to say. I'm going to put that toward the end because I think he's got some good concluding remarks that kind of tie a lot of things together. Now, let's uh, let's go over to the Daily Beast because the Daily Beast, left-leaning Daily Beast, has a rundown of the names. And I, I want to use this as, uh, as our launch pad. These are the men named in the new Epstein documents. A lot of rich and powerful people from presidents to princes to princesses, princes of pop liked palling around with Jeffrey Epstein. So the first person they mention here, and you can see the leftist lean here, is in fact the very first name, Donald Trump. Daily Beast. I mean, it's in their name, Beast. When I think of Beast, you know, we say Beast, whatever. But when I think of politicians, Beast, that's pretty demonic. I, I think the name Daily Beast is a demonic name. That's my opinion. But the first thing they mention here is Donald Trump. Trump and Epstein knew each other socially in Palm Beach in the 1990s. They reportedly hung out with 28 girls at a Mar-a-Lago calendar girl party in 92 until they had what Trump described as a falling out, possibly over real estate. Trump later claimed he was not a fan. Epstein's pilot even testified that the Donald often flew on Epstein's private plane at least seven times, according to flight logs. Epstein's accusers also recalled that the men were close. The very first name on this list is Donald Trump. Come on, seriously? In a 2016 deposition, a transcript of which was unsealed for the first time yesterday, Soberg remembered flying an Epstein's private jet from Palm Beach to Atlantic City during a stop there for a few hours amid bad weather. Soberg talked about heading to one of Trump's casinos, which were still going strong at the time. Great, we'll call up Trump, but we'll go. I don't recall the name of the casino, but we'll go to the casino, she said. She remembered Epstein saying. That, 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 yeah. Well, I'll, I'll break an, I'll break this down again here in just a second. But Virginia Guffrey, who was flying with them, was too young to get in because of an ID issue. So she and I did not gamble. 
Despite their personal breakup, Epstein was still close to Trump's inner circle for years. In January 2007, the pedophile financier referred the former head of Trump's hotel and casino empire to J.P. Morgan as a potential client. A decade later, the money man also tried to suck up to Trump's allies, including mega-donor Peter Thiel, ahead of the 2016 election. And Epstein's brother maintains the two men were good friends and each other's wingmen. Man, is Daily Beast really trying hard to get President Trump somehow entangled in Epstein. Remember, this is the very first, let me show this to you. This is the very first name on this list. And the list is pretty comprehensive. Very first name. Because they know a lot of people are just going to go by that and not actually look at the substance of the article. Or the information. Or they're not going to do, uh, they're not going to cross-reference or cross, you know, they're just going to take Dilly Beast's word for it. Another one of Epstein's victims concurred, claiming in an anonymous lawsuit in the mid-90s, Epstein showed her off as a 14-year-old to the Mar-a-Lago magnet, with Trump allegedly chuckling with Epstein, asked him, this is a good one, right? And that's it. That's it. Guilty by association. Well, let, let, me, let me give you some information that actually The Guardian today kind of put things in a proper light. Donald Trump, whose association with Epstein has been widely reported, was also mentioned in the documents. The former U.S. president is not accused of wrongdoing. The former U.S. president is not accused of wrongdoing. In Soberg's in deposition, she said they went to one of Trump's casinos in Atlantic City when a storm prevented Epstein's plane from landing in New York City. Jeffrey said, great, we'll call up Trump and we'll go. I don't recall the name of the casino, but we'll go to the casino. Asked at one point whether she gave Trump a massage. Soberg said no. They were on an Epstein plane because of weather. They're in Atlantic City. And he said, hey, let's let's go to Trump's casino. That's how he's mentioned. President Trump knew what Epstein was. He kicked him out of his uh, club and did not associate with him. And he's never been the island and he has not been to Epstein's places. Yet we see that that uh, Daily Beast is trying to make a case of it. Now, we know about Bill Clinton. This is not new news. But let's get a little bit into Bill Clinton before we move on. Because after Donald Trump, who the Daily Beast has next, is Bill Clinton. Despite the fact that Bill Clinton was photographed receiving a massage from an Epstein accuser during one of his round-the-world trips with the perverted honey money man, President number 42 says nothing untoward ever happened during his time with Epstein. You'll notice in this article by the Daily Beast, there was no no... Nothing, no comments here, no journalism here about Donald Trump and any exculpatory evidence. But right off the bat, the Daily Beast wants to excuse Bill Clinton saying that, oh, well, you know, he said that there was, even though we see this, we want you to know that he said there was nothing uh, untoward ever happened when he was with Epstein. Oh, and it's not just the Daily Beast that's doing this. Uh, Check this out. Mainstream media literally going to bat for Bill Clinton. You got to check this out. This is uh, NBC News last night. Found, I should mention, none of this obviously suggests any wrongdoing by the former president, suggests that he was involved in a crime. It's merely talking about his connections to Epstein, something that has already, again, been out there, but he has obviously maintained uh, his innocence and denied any wrongdoing as it relates to any abuse by people that uh, Epstein exploited Tom. 
Can the excuse making and the cover up and the propaganda in favor of the Clintons be any more obvious? You know, that interactions that Clinton, former President Bill Clinton, may have had with Jeffrey Epstein. She specifically asked about meals with Clinton. She says she can't re recollect any meals with him. She's asked about whether he may, being Clinton, may have had a meal on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. She says, quote, I'm sure they had a meal on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. So, Tom, these are the types of interactions that we expected. Much of this has already been reported in the public domain. But it's different now, of course, seeing it in a court filing. These are court files that have been redacted, kept under wraps for many years as part of that civil litigation that I mentioned. And we're going to continue pouring through. So right when these came out yesterday, before they started pouring through it, the first thing NBC did was cover for Clinton. Well, I don't know if Clinton's worried or not, but it appears that he is not stateside. I saw this tweet that shows that former President Bill Clinton is in fact in Mexico. Hasta Bill Clinton se pasea tranquilo y seguro por las calles de San Miguel de Allende, disfrutando de su belleza única. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> this is an English program. Even Bill Clinton walks calmly and safely through the streets of San Miguel de la Allende, enjoying its unique beauty and kindness of the people of San Miguel. Welcome, Mr. President. That's why we are the best small city of the world or in the world. That's right. Bill Clinton out in Mexico right now. If I'm uh, correct, Mexico doesn't have extradition with the United States. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing's imminent going to happen to Bill Clinton. It's just trivial but interesting nonetheless. Billy Boy, we know what you're really about. Even if the mainstream is now trying to defend you to their viewers. All right, let's continue with the list, shall we? Daily Beast after Bill Clinton. The next one is pedophile Michael Jackson. Now, it's so funny. Some people are divided on Michael Jackson. Even people, he's such a good entertainer. Uh, aren't we seeing that good entertainers, good athletes, good politicians, that many of them are maps, minor attracted persons. That is the new way of calling pedophiles. Actually, that's what they call themselves according to the WikiLeaks insight we got into the Podesta emails. They call themselves maps. Which makes sense. You don't want to be putting in an email. Hey, this handkerchief looks like it's pedophile related. But Michael Jackson should come as no surprise. In the newly unsealed deposition, Epstein accuser Johanna uh, Schoberg claimed she once met Michael Jackson at Epstein's Palm Beach home. She said she did not give the mu musician a massage as she had often done for Epstein. Brad Edwards, a lawyer who spent time uh, litigating against Epstein and Associates previously detailed Jackson's visit in his 2020 book. For a young woman like Johanna, the fact that there were stars who were friends with Jeffrey and Jelaine was an attractive bonus of the job. Even the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson, had been enough of an Epstein acquaintance to pay him a visit in Palm Beach while Joanna was working there. And you see the next name on the list is David Copperfield. We'll get to that in just a second. Let's dig into this Michael Jackson business. This is where we see that in the... Uh, Release documents on page 139 of the unsealed documents. It included a deposition given by Jeffrey Epstein victim Johanna Schoberg. In the deposition, Schoberg was asked if she ever met anybody famous when she was with Jeffrey Epstein, to which she replied, Michael Jackson. 
Shelburne continued to show that she met Michael Jackson at Epstein's home in Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, this is where it's at here. Did you ever meet anybody famous when you were with Jeffrey? I met Michael Jackson. Oh, really? And where was that? At his house in Palm Beach, at Jeffrey's house in Palm Beach. Did you massage him? I did not. Of course. Of course she didn't massage him. She wasn't a little boy. I know I'm getting some groans and some moans and some oohs and some ahs from that comment. And then we have here, um, you were asked about the famous people. You said you met Michael Jackson. Yes. But did you give him a massage? No. So that's uh, another part of the deposition of these uh, released documents. All right, so uh, next on the list is David Copperfield. Magician David Copperfield was another regular visitor to Epstein's Palm Beach mansion, according to Edward's book. Now, once again, we'd like to know who went to the island. That's what we really want to know. I'm telling you, this is not this is not bombshell stuff, but we're still going through this. It's interesting. But we want to know who the actual pedophiles were. As for Copperfield, Schoberg said that he attended dinner at one of Epstein's homes and he did some magic tricks. Did you observe David Copperfield to be a friend of Jeffrey Epstein, she was asked? Uh, Schoberg replied in the affirmative. Did Copperfield ever discuss Jeffrey's involvement with young girls with you? She was also asked. He questioned me if I were aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls. Copperfield she said in the deposition, didn't tell her any specifics of that question. Did he say whether you were teenagers, whether they were teenagers or anything along those lines? She was also asked. He did not. Okay, so uh, David Copperfield, according to this, had some kind of knowledge of what was going on, but we're not getting any specifics. And that's kind of the theme of here. A lot of circumstantial, tangential, interesting information. But damn it, we want to know the actual pedophile list that's being protected. But fret not, there are still some interesting names to go through. Going back to uh, after David Copperfield is mentioned, Leonardo DiCaprio and Bruce Willis. Epstein liked to brag about stars like Kate Blanchett, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Bruce Willis Though the documents don't provide any evidence that the celebrities in question ever knew him. In her deposition, Schoberg testified that Epstein chatted about taking calls with the movie stars. Others also mentioned are uh, Cameron Diaz. Newly released documents from the high-profile Jeffrey Epstein court case reveal a whole host of Hollywood names including Leonardo DiCaprio and Cameron Diaz. Kevin Spacey and Kate Blanchett were also among mentions in previously secret documents that were unsealed on Wednesday. Bruce Willis has also mentioned the case related to the financier who killed himself in 2019, accused of sex trafficking. The people listed were those named as associates of Epstein, and there's no suggestion those listed either knew about his crimes or participated in any criminal behavior. Their mention in no way implies any wrongdoing, just that the Hollywood stars were included in the conversation in some way. One witness claims Epstein would be on the phone a lot at that time, and one time he said, oh, that was Leonardo, or that was Kate Blanchett, or Bruce Willis. The witness said they never even met DiCaprio. So that's kind of the Daily Beast seems to have that one right. Um, it was just a matter of Jeffrey Epstein impressing whether, yeah, I, I don't doubt that he knew many of these people, but to be on the phone with them 
and then brag to the girls, oh, look who I just got the phone with. And of course, these, these would keep these young, impressionable prostitute girls uh, feeling like they were in a cool place, that they were in the middle of uh, what was going on. So like I said, a lot of these names just come up uh, tangentially in these uh, conversations. But this is, uh, this is an interesting one. This one's an interesting one. Uh, most people don't know the Pritzker family unless you live in Illinois or follow uh, Illinois politics. Billionaire Hyatt Hotels Executive Chairman Thomas Pritzker identified in the Epstein documents allegedly involved in sexual activity with Epstein victim. So now we're getting back to the juicy parts. Uh, sounds terrible saying juicy parts, but you know what I mean. We're getting back to people that are actually caught up in this deviant activity. Allegedly, supposedly, possibly. I want to be fair here. How many times have you had sex with Tom Pritzker? I believe I was with Tom once. Thomas is the heir to the Pritzker family, which includes at least 11 billionaires. Notable uh, members include the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, and Harvard board chair, Penny Pritzker. So, in this deposition, in these documents, uh, an Epstein victim saying that she had sex as a minor with Thomas Pritzker. Further into the testimony, Guff, this is uh, Virginia Guffrey again, recounted an experience with an unnamed owner of a large hotel chain in France for Naomi Campbell's birthday party. It is unclear if in this reference was to Pritzker, but she clarified she was sent by uh, Maxwell in that instance. So there's two instances where she was involved with, she said she had sex with Tom Pritzker one time, um, and then later in this deposition, we have that she was sent to have sex with an owner of a large hotel chain in France for Naomi Campbell's uh, birthday party. And this is where it gets interesting because there's some corroborating uh, in information here. Epstein victim Virginia Guffrey stated that Jeffrey and Jelaine Maxwell instructed her to engage in sexual activity with the owner of a major hotel chain while they were in France for Naomi Campbell's birthday party. Uh, where did you have sex with the owner of a large hotel chain in France around the time of Naomi Campbell's birthday party? In his own cabana townhouse thing. Jeffrey was staying there. Jelaine was staying there. I was instructed by Jelaine to go in and give him an erotic massage. 17-year-old Virginia Guffrey was photographed with Jelaine Maxwell partying on a yacht in the French Riviera for Naomi Campbell's birthday in 2001. And that's where this gets interesting because there's actual photographic evidence of this. Here she is, Naomi, Naomi Campbell, looking at her, thinking, wow, she really is a skinny young uh, gal. So here she is again. So she is photographed. Uh, so, so there is evidence that Virginia Guffrey was there, as was Jelaine Maxwell, just as is said in the released court documents. Now, I want to read this to you about the Pritzker family. And I want you to remember this because I'm going to be playing for you an analysis by Dan Bongino. Remember, Dan Bongino used to be in the Secret Service. He has friends in the Secret Service. And one of his sources was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. When I play this clip for you, you'll understand that he was on F Epstein's plane as a Secret Service person, uh, probably for Clinton. And then... It, I'm also going to play for you a part where Dan Bongino talks about the uh, the connection, how all these people are connected, how they're one or two degrees separation from each other. That that's how the cabal, that's how the deep state, that's how this whole thing works. 
as you, when I play that for you in just a moment, Dan Bongino saying that, I want you to remember this that I'm going to go through with you right now, how they're all connected. Tom Pritzker from the leftist Pritzker family, known for their significant wealth and influence in the Chicago area, has garnered attention with the Bloomberg Billionaires Index estimating Tom Pritzker's net worth at approximately $6.2 billion. The family's business achievements include the sale of the Marmon Group to Warren Buffett, uh, Berkshire Hathaway for $4.5 billion. Hmm. So Warren Buffett, the Pritzkers. Political connections run deep in the Pritzker lineage as Tom is a cousin of the current Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker and Harvard Corporation senior fellow Penny Pritzker. Oh, Harvard? Harvard is uh, is in this? No. Let's not forget, or let's remember, or if you didn't know, Jeffrey Epstein had a private office at Harvard even after his 2008 conviction. Here's an article from 2020, the New York Post, where the Harvard admits that Jeffrey Epstein, even after his 2008 conviction, still had unfettered access to Harvard. Jeffrey Epstein maintained his own private office at Harvard University's campus for a decade after his 2008 conviction for sex crimes. Red face officials at the Ivy League school admitted three years ago, four years ago, I guess we're in 2024 now, right? The disgraced financier had unlimited access to the university's graduate school of arts and sciences until 2018. He used his own key card and campus passcode to make at least 40 visits to an office known as Jeffrey's Office. He had showered the program with $6.5 million before he served time for soliciting sex with a minor. Harvard professor Martin Nowak, the program's director, was placed on paid leave in the wake of the damning report. So that was a couple years ago. But, you know, like I said, this is all connected. So let's go back to Pritzker. So we see the Harvard connection there, right? Harvard, Pritzker, Epstein. So that Pritzker is related to Penny Pritzker. The Hyatt Hotel legacy traces back to an investment made by Tom's father, Jay Pritzker, who purchased the brand's uh, first hotel, yada, 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 yada. Uh, regarding his relationship with J.B. Pritzker and Penny Pritzker, they're, they're his cousins. And Penny Pritzker is also the Harvard Corporation senior fellow who is under scrutiny following the resignation of Claudia Gay as Harvard's 30th president on Tuesday, critics are questioning the extent of the board's accountability in the wake of the university leadership's crisis. So, Harvard, Pritzker, Epstein. Pritzker was chosen by her colleagues in the corporation to assume the role of senior fellow in 2022. Her long-standing connection and contribution to the university spans decades. Was that also how Epstein had access to Harvard for so many years? Uh, it is noteworthy that even after his 2008 uh, conviction for sex crimes, Jeffrey Epstein continued to have a private office, and I show that to you already. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Okay, now I've been alluding to this. Uh, let me show you what the great Dan Bongino had to say in putting this, uh, in his analysis of this. I think it's pretty good stuff here. I have a very, very good source. I've told you this story 
Forgive me for repeating it if you're a P1, but some people are new here and never heard this. He was on the plane with Bill Clinton and Epstein on one of Epstein's planes when Bill Clinton was on the plane with some women who, according to my source, looked underage. Why was my source on the plane? Dan, you know people who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein? No, I don't. He was working. I believe I mentioned this before, but just in case you're not aware, Dan Bongino used to be a secret... Uh, you sort for the Secret Service. So obviously this is someone that he knows that was working Secret Service. I would imagine for Bill Clinton who was on that plane. But it could have been for somebody else. We don't really have the full list now, do we? Right? It's unbelievable. The guy killed himself and now nobody's going to know. My buddy was on the plane and was very uncomfortable he didn't see anything directly, but there was like apparently some area in the back of the plane where everybody went to go, whatever, do their thing. My friend's not comfortable with it. They land and he's like to the guy who's running the show, if you know what I mean, I ain't going to be part of whatever's going on on this plane. And the guy who's running the whole thing says, well, you need to go home. Get off my plane. That's... That's the Air Force One thing, too. It's kind of like a similar story. And he says, you need to go home. So they send him home. But he saw Clinton on the plane with Epstein in the little area with people he thought didn't look of age. I've told this story a thousand times, and it's amazing how, because it's the Dan Bongino show where we've been right about just about everything, everyone in the media ignores it, even though this source is still out there. Anyone can talk to him. But of course, the media is part of that same cabal and they're covering for each other. Now, I want to play you this last uh, set of clips. I'm going to edit them so it's one long clip. And this is Dan Bongino talking about how the cabal works and how Jeffrey Epstein, who obviously blackmailed these people, was a connector. And this is how the cabal works. They're all just... They know someone who knows somebody and Jeffrey Epstein is in the middle of that. And obviously because of the compromising information he had and how he had these people uh, under his thumb, he can make these connections. And this is why he was so powerful to the cabal and or uh, the intelligence community of which he was a part of. There is this, listen, man, this is really important you understand this. Running for office and working in the job I did before, there is a cabal of people out there. It's not, folks, it's not some X-Files. What is it? What is this? A cigarette smoking guy in a back room where they're all coordinating. That's not the way the deep state or the swamp, whatever the f you want to call it, is fine with me. That's not the way any of this works. It's a bunch of people who know each other. It's that simple. They trade in information and access. Those are two priceless commodities the everyday man doesn't have. Where do you go? You go to an Epstein guy. Epstein is simply a matchmaker. He is a power matchmaker. He, he, Epstein was a conduit to this, the, to the, it was, he was a conduit to the cabal. 
That's what made Epstein valuable to both intelligence services, if he was working for someone, and to other rich people. Ironically, one of the few people who caught on to this guy's game was Trump, who kicked him the F out of his club. And they trade in information. I think this is a good place to stop because this is where we started. Dan Bagino explaining that Trump was onto this game and he wanted nothing to do with it. And yet that's the first person the Daily Beast puts on their list of people mentioned in the Epstein files. All right, so this is uh, kind of a breakdown of some of the more better known or well-known names on the list. We didn't really mess with uh, Prince Andrews because like Clinton, there's a lot of information on that. And this is mostly a U.S. show. So, you know, I'm not really enamored with the uh, royal family of anywhere. I'm not enamored with the royal families of America. I'm not big on the Bushes or the Pritzkers, etc. I love President Trump, but I'm not trying to make Ivanka, his daughter, the next president or Don Jr. or Eric though I'm sure they'd be excellent presidents. Maybe not Ivanka. She's a little bit too left. She's too little, she's a little too touchy-feely, uh, lefty, uh, too close to uh, Satanist um, Chelsea Clinton. Uh, cl- too, close to, too close to Chelsea Clinton uh, for my taste. But Trump isn't part of this cabal, tangentially because he's rich and famous and powerful, but he's not part of this pedophile cabal. I hope we get some more in, some more real information on this. All right, we'll uh, we'll look at more information on this in the next report. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless, and once again, thank you for your support. This is a fan and viewer supported show, and we prov- uh, we appreciate you continuing to support us. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration, before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.